Yes, sir. What is going on, y'all? Happy Monday to everybody. March 2nd, 2020. And welcome to the Coach Cool Podcast for episode number 110. And as we kick off this podcast this week and the rest of the week, for that matter, we are going to be doing things a little bit differently. And I'm always preaching about changing and evolving and growing. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do with this thing here. Um, so here's the deal. I started a YouTube channel called Coob's Corner, K-U-B apostrophe S-K-O-R-N-E-R. And the whole premise behind that is to be a little bit more organic with everybody in terms of my reach, in terms of my conversations for sure, um, to provide a little bit of FaceTime behind um, just the voice. I think people can appreciate that and maybe gravitate towards that a little bit more um, when it comes to these conversations and these ideas and whatnot. So um, I'm kicking that thing off about eight, nine episodes in with that. Um, but I want to gain a little bit more exposure, exposure excuse me, when it comes to that channel. Um, so what I'm going to be doing this week is every single day, Monday through Friday, I will be posting on the podcast the audio from those videos. Now, today's a little bit different. I'm uh, recording on my normal mic and not doing any FaceTime because I'm still getting the uh, microphone situation handled that I can hook up to my phone. And that'll be good to go for tomorrow. But for today, um, just kind of be a little bit more organic with you guys. Have some ideas, have some quotes written down that I'm going to roll through. And nothing is scripted. It's all going to come from the dome. And uh, obviously, I prepared a little bit ahead of time. But um, just going to let it flow and see what happens and try to make this thing a little bit more realistic and a little more relatable and show uh, more of the John Jakubic side than the Coach Kube side, if you will. So not as scripted, just more free-flowing and see what comes of it. And again, I'm going to post every single day the audio from the Coops Corner video. So it's going to kind of increase the volume of my content. But at the same time, um, same message, it's a different platform and see how people gravitate towards it. Maybe they'll like it, maybe they won't. We'll see. Um, I've got to try some different things and see what happens. So I hope you guys um, are looking forward to that. Be on the lookout for these episodes again every single day. Um, and in addition, if you are looking for that FaceTime stuff, please feel free to go on to YouTube. Again, Coops Corner, K-U-B apostrophe S-K-O-R-N-E-R. And please subscribe and watch and let me know what you think. Leave comments, likes, dislikes, whatever. Let's get some feedback rocking um, so this growth can be found either positive or negative. It's all good, but I want to try something new and make it happen. So that's what we are doing today. Um, so these podcast numbers are certainly going to get up there a little bit more as well, which is exciting because people have been asking for more content. So here we go. Let's give it to you guys. Okay. So um, I hope that all makes sense, but we are going to let it rip. And again, Coach Koob podcast number 110 slash Koob's Corner on YouTube. Let's make it happen, y'all. Let's get it. Boom. All right, y'all. Let's get it going. And again, the first two things that I want to touch on for today are going to be some quotes and ideas from the book Extreme Ownership, written by Mr. Jocko Willink, uh, former Navy SEAL, got a lot of stuff out there on leadership and development, got his own podcast, his own books, his own seminars, you name it. He's probably got it. Um, outstanding dude and outstanding books. So I wanted to touch on this one here today um, to kind of kick this week off with a bang and very simplistic ideas, but I think stuff that um, is very easy to um, gravitate towards and understand and we can kind of implement right away into our days and into our lives. So uh, the first quote that I got for us is this, and again, very simplistic, very straightforward. He says, actions and words reflect belief. One more time, actions and words reflect belief. Okay, so let's think about this real quick. Actions and words reflect belief. So what is a belief? A belief is something that's written on our hearts. It's inside of us. It's something that we are, right? So it's not an emotion. 
It's not feeling. It's not anything like that. A belief is deep down inside that is written on our souls and our minds and on our hearts. Okay. So whatever we say and whatever we do is ultimately going to reflect some sort of belief. Right. And I know some of us are thinking probably this, oh, well, I can kind of act a certain way or say certain things in certain situations that might be fake or depending on how I'm feeling emotionally, whatever. And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But um, the fakeness and the kind of uh, surface level substance when it comes to our actions and our words. Yeah. When you're kind of in the right frame of mind and you're feeling fresh and feeling healthy, you can probably get away with doing that stuff. But when push comes to shove, let's really think about this for a second. When I start to break down, um, my world around me is kind of crumbling or I'm tired. Maybe I just got done with the workout and, you know, I'm riding a high emotion. I'm just saying some BS or whatever. Like that's when our real and true selves are realized and are shown, right? Because we all, we've all been there. You're tired. You know, maybe you, you didn't get a lot of sleep the night before and you're just saying stuff. You're not really thinking about it. Well, it's those unconscious words and actions that really show who we are, right? So I love to be around people when they're sleepy or maybe when they're tired or maybe when they're after a workout or, you know, just, just kind of in a vulnerable state because however they act and speak in those moments tells me exactly who they are. Anybody can be whoever they want to be when they're fresh. Anybody can do that. But who are you when you're tired? Who are you when you're in your most vulnerable position and state? And let me see how you act and how you speak in those situations because then that's really going to tell me the true story about who you are. Right. So um, I really like that one right there. Again, one more time for us all actions and words reflect belief. So I think that was a fantastic one for us today. Okay. Uh, to kind of set it off with. Now, number two, even better. And I got some context behind this one that I think you guys are going to like. Um, and it might surprise you a little bit. Okay. So the, the idea, this isn't necessarily a quote, but it's more so an idea. And in the book, Jocko says this he says, it is almost always the leader's attitude that determined whether their SEAL units would ultimately succeed or fail. Okay, one more time with this one too. It is almost always the leader's attitude that determined whether their SEAL units would ultimately succeed or fail. Okay, so we all got that. Now, let me give a little context behind this story. This isn't just some like, you know, random quote or tech. Like he, he kind of provided the, the idea and the reasoning why um, he found this to be true. So, um, I don't remember the exact story and the exact context of the story, so I might slip up a little bit here. And I don't remember if it was during BUDS, right? So these guys are kind of training um, to become Navy SEALs or if they already are SEALs and they're kind of going through a certain exercise or practice session or whatnot. But um, it was somewhere along those lines. And in this certain situation, I forget what they were doing. I know it was in the water, in the sand, something with the boat, whatever. Um, but they split the, the, the group of people up into two different teams, right? And team one had a leader, team two had a leader, and they went out and did their thing, okay? And team one absolutely crushed team two. Like there was no, you know, it wasn't, you know, kind of close, whatever. Absolutely crushed them. And on paper, team one is probably a little bit less skilled, um, less able than team two. So they're kind of looking at the situation like, okay, well, what the hell? And team two, the leader kind of was being uh, – you know, maybe not the best um, leader in the situation or at least not what was necessary at that point in time. Okay, great. So again, team one crushes team two. Now they wanted to see if it was the leadership or if it was the people kind of that were being led that were kind of falling short. So same exact teams switched the leaders. What do you think happened? Team two now absolutely crushed team one. Same exact people, different leadership. What happened? Completely different situation, right? So it's really interesting. So again, the leader's attitude 
determine whether a silliness would ultimately succeed or fail. So what does that tell you? It's not necessarily bad team. It's a bad leader. There are no such things as bad teams. Only bad leaders exist. And of course, there's a lot of things that come into play with that. No question about it. But again, you think about a football team, maybe they go three and nine when your new coach comes in, then they go eight and four. Like, what's the difference? Same exact players. Leadership's different. Leadership's different. So to me, when I hear stories like that, especially at an elite level, like the SEALs, like you would think a lot of these cats are probably all the same skill level, whatever, not necessarily the case. And again, probably all phenomenal leaders in their own right. But again, whoever's leading that ship at the front of the boat, whatever, like that stuff makes a difference. So if you find yourself in a leadership position or not, whatever the case may be, you don't maybe necessarily have to be the guy, okay? But your attitude makes a huge difference on the people around you. Not your skill set. Of course, that stuff can be enhanced or whatever. That plays a part, no doubt. But your attitude, more times than not, is going to determine if you are going to succeed or fail. Your attitude. Your attitude. So I think, you know, something like that being an intangible where you're not thinking about how fast somebody can run or how high they can jump or how smart they are. Quite literally, your attitude can determine whether you're going to succeed or fail. So to me, that puts a lot more onus on our shoulders to show us that we can go out and do some stuff and not make any excuse. Like, no, you can do it. It might take a little longer. It might be a little bit harder, whatnot, but your attitude is so powerful. And if you can harness that in a beneficial and a positive way, um, a lot of really cool stuff is going to happen. And if it happens at an elite level, like the Navy SEALs, imagine what it can do in your own life too, right? So um, I think there's no excuse to go out there and try and try and try and try to make things happen. Because again, your attitude can be a big player um, and ultimately finding that success or not. So um, again, Jacko bringing that heat. There's a lot more stuff. I'll probably quote that book um, a little bit more as this thing progresses. I know I will for sure. And uh, I hope that one made sense right there. Now, lastly, um, a little bit more of a personal thing for me. And I've been kind of riding this high the last week. I, I, it was kind of a, not, not a profound moment for me, but it kind of put things in perspective that maybe I've been struggling with a little bit when it comes to uh, my football playing career. Okay. So again, a little background context on the story. I was at a dinner with my fiance the other night um, and we were just talking about sports and whatnot. And I started to tell a little bit more about my journey um, through college football because we didn't know each other at that time. And she knows a little bit, but probably not the full context and whatnot. All good. So I get to kind of telling her this stuff. And as I'm telling her the story of my whole situation, this idea starts to form and not necessarily an idea, but more of a realization. And it was this. So I was a walk-in in Michigan State, right? Just like anybody else. And, and I guess disclaimer before we start, this isn't some, you know, what was me story. This isn't some um, situation that only I can identify with. Like this goes for anybody in any situation ever. It doesn't have to be a walk-on on a football team. Like you can literally apply this to anything, which I think is the pretty cool part too. So um, disclaimer real quick. But anyways, so I walked out of Michigan State, right? Um, pretty decent skill level you know, obviously not up to par with everybody else, but I thought like, you know, I, I maybe I have a chance to play. So I work my absolute butt off to do everything I possibly can to start, to play, to earn a scholarship, do something, whatever. Um, and the result that I kind of had in mind was to play and earn a scholarship. Okay. But I didn't experience that. I didn't realize that. And I did everything I possibly could. And I can Honestly, look at myself in the mirror and say, you did everything you possibly could to make this stuff happen. Okay. But it didn't happen. So I'm sitting there while I'm telling this story, I, I kind of coined this term. And then in my head, a, a, a kind of light bulb goes off. And I realized this, 
And it was like, I've experienced what giving your all looks like and not finding the result that I was working towards or looking to find. So now in a situation in real life, whether it comes to my job or my family or when I, like I've seen what it looks like to give everything you possibly can give and not realize the result that you wanted to realize. Okay. So how now, maybe it's this podcast and again, maybe it's my other job or maybe it's with my family or my hot, like how can I not give my all and then some, if I actually do want to realize what I'm going to achieve, because it wasn't like the skill set or the skill level was that much different in the situation. And Kyle's like, yes, these cats were definitely better, but I feel like I put in the necessary work to find the result, but I still didn't find it. Okay. So maybe, you know, I want to be the CEO one day, or you want to be the CEO one day, or you want to have the best podcast and like, what, like, how can we not find the perspective of working your absolute butt off and doing everything you possibly can to achieve that if you actually do? Right, like no matter what, what your goal is, or 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 kind of what you have in mind, your work ethic has to match that, and then some every single time. Because again, you know, I kind of had this lofty goal, and it was whatever, and I did everything I possibly could, and didn't achieve it. So now, looking at these different situations that are in my life, how how can we sit here and not give everything we have, and then find a little bit more to give if we actually do? Like, how can we expect anything less to actually find what we want to find, but not give it our all? Like how like how how is that a thing? And I was sitting there and it, it made me so joyous and so happy. And I think I may have articulated a little bit better then because <laughs> the endorphins were flowing and everything and whatnot. But um, I just think that's so profound. Like if you want to achieve something elite, and again, this is very simplistic. I don't know why um, it kind of took me this long to realize it. But if you want to truly find success or happiness in every realm, like whatever, and it's that lofty, like your work ethic has to match those expectations. And thinking anything less is going to get the job done is blasphemy. It's, like, it's, just, it's just not a thing. So, um, and again, does every single goal, every single thing you do in your life have to be to that level? No. So then your work ethic does have to match it. It's all good. But if you say you want to achieve something, but you're not putting in the necessary work to do it and you don't achieve it, you have absolutely no room to complain. You have no room to complain. Um, and even, even if you do, put in all the work and you still don't find it like, okay, like maybe you could have done a little bit more and that kind of works too. But again, like, let's just think about that for a second. Like you say you want to get somewhere, but you sure as hell better kind of put in the work with that stuff. So um, I hope that makes sense for everybody. And I wanted to get that off my chest and share it. It kind of feels good because I know I've never since I've been done with ball or whatnot, there's always kind of that bitter feeling or bitter taste like, damn, like maybe I could have played more, done something more, but no, like, I gave it my all, did my thing, and it didn't work out. But now, like, what a phenomenal lesson and blessing um, to experience at that age where now I can kind of take that perspective and run with it. So I hope that gravitated to at least somebody out there that might be in that situation. They didn't achieve something they wanted to, and um, they feel like they put their all into it. It's all good. It's all good. We just got to realize we got to give more if we want to achieve something great, and we can most certainly do so, okay? Um, but with that, y'all, again, happy Monday to everybody. Coach Kube podcast episode number 110 slash Coob's Corner on YouTube. Um, this thing is going to keep on rocking and I'm going to kind of um, take this approach with the podcast for the rest of the week. And I hope you guys can enjoy it and would love your feedback. And please go subscribe on YouTube to Coob's Corner and uh, we'll get that thing popping off too as well. Okay. So y'all have a fantastic day, uh, fantastic night, and we'll see you guys back here in about 24 hours. Okay. Everyone have a great one. God bless you all. Coach Coob.